Welcome to the Health Coaches Classroom. I am your host, Emma Gould, owner and founder of the Mind Body Coaching Academy, where I certify and educate aspiring and current health professionals in the mind body approach to health. I teach them how to confidently dig deep with their clients, incorporate mindset work into their practice, and build the business of their dreams. This classroom will bring you weekly knowledge, empowerment, and the value-packed training that you need to own your passion, start coaching with confidence, and pursue your calling to transform lives. As your host, I am here to guide your journey to becoming the best and most confident health coach you can possibly be, and I can't wait to get the journey started. So let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Health Coaches Classroom. Today, we are joined by not only a very special guest, but a very dear friend of mine and also a guest who is in person with us recording right here, which is fantastic because we have the opportunity to actually have a conversation face-to-face and share with you guys. So today, we are joined by the amazing Jessica Ludlow. She is a social media and client attraction coach who is a total whiz and master at all things social media, client attraction, growing businesses, all that good stuff. She is truly wise beyond her years and just knows so, so much. And I'm very excited to have her on today to be sharing with you guys a little bit more about how you can be making sure that you are effectively using social media to grow your health practice, whether you're a coach, personal trainer, anything like that. So without further ado, welcome Jess onto the show. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Good. Happy to have you on. So fun fact for those who are listening, um, Jess and I about a year ago actually had a podcast that we started together all about um, health facts and whatnot. And long story short, didn't wind up uh, lasting too long, but she is amazing. And as I said, not only a business friend, but a very good life friend as well. So Jess, why don't you go ahead and dive in a little bit and share with us some more about your really very interesting story of how you got into entrepreneurship, how you got into business and where you're at now with social media and client attraction coaching. Yeah, sure. So to begin, I am a four-time business owner. I am under 25 years old, and within that time, I have created four businesses. And yes, some of those have failed over time. I have had a chocolate business where I made dairy-free, gluten-free, vegan, organic, all, all the things, chocolate. And although it was doing good for some time, I didn't know how to market it. So I was like, hmm okay, see you later. Like that one didn't work out too well. And I moved on before I actually learned how to market. Next, I did some Amazon supplying with my dad. Him and I actually started a business and we would do just that. We supplied foam rollers. Yep. The things you guys probably use with your clients, um, to like relax muscles or whatever. And we would sell those on Amazon. And then I got in the coaching space and I, There was a little bit of time that I wanted to be a health coach, and honestly, I needed Emma, really, (laughs) to teach me everything to this day, but I soon then realized after a podcast not going well and just it's not quite for me that I actually have a huge passion for marketing. Like, nerd alert, I love marketing. So what do I do? I spend all of my days doing research on social media marketing and ways that you can use that and leverage it in your business to grow online. And on top of that, I am uh, pursuing a degree in marketing as well. So I know all things marketing and I love it. So that's where we are today. I teach 
coaches and creatives and beginning business owners how to do just that and to market themselves online to actually have a real business rather than a chocolate company that flopped sometime yeah. ago. So the really cool thing that I love about your story is that you have had so much experience. And I think a lot of times, especially with people who I know are in my community, um, a lot of them, this is their first time ever pursuing online business or business at all, the whole entrepreneurial journey. So what I love about your story is that you have had so many of those experiences where you started, you failed, you've tried things, you've seen how they work, they didn't work, and you've really kind of gone through the trial and error, which as we know, and as you know, I think is an important message to share with everybody is that that is just a part of growing and learning and the education that you get out of this whole journey is huge. And the fact that you're here listening to a podcast like this is part of that education that you need to get to really push yourself forward. So I love your story and I love hearing everything that you've done. And you know, from a personal level that I greatly admire all the work that you do, um, especially today. So I really want to dive into social media because as I said, for a lot of people here, they have not had the pleasure of having four or five businesses going through the rope, studying marketing. They don't really know. So in your opinion, why as a health coach or even for your work, any coach, why would it be so important that somebody is making sure they're using small business? Oh, sorry, pause. <laughs> why would it be so important that somebody is using social media um, and being online and having a presence online for their business? Yeah, well, my simple answer is online marketing and social media is the future. It's the present, yes, but it is what everyone is doing and every that everyone is consumed in even think about yourself what do you spend your lunch break doing your time on the toilet doing like you are always on social media so as a business owner why wouldn't you use that ability and that space to get in front of a, a huge number of people's eyes in such an easy way yeah absolutely it's so vital as you mentioned in today's world we're always on our phones and I just think about even like the amount of ads you do see online on Google on YouTube whatever that like you do actually click on so yeah as a business to be able to um, be on there is so important so as far as coaching goes obviously coaches as you know because you're also a coach don't have we don't have a product that we're selling we don't have a physical product at least we don't have um, you know something necessarily tangible that we would have you know an ad for say on Google, but what platforms would it be important for somebody who is just starting or maybe even if somebody has a presence on Instagram but you know doesn't really know where to go next, what would be in your eyes the most important and valuable platforms for a coach to be on and then on top of that kind of why for each one? Yeah, so to begin, I would say that the answer depends uh, based on your niche, whether you are a lifestyle coach, whether you are a social media marketing coach, whether you are a health coach who tracks with macros, your answer might be different because what you need to think about is where is your ideal client at? Because at the end of the day, you might love using Instagram, for example, but if you're working with people over 55, they might not be on Instagram. So where would they be? Maybe they would be on Facebook. Maybe they would be on LinkedIn, I don't know, what. where would those people be? Similarly, where will they get the most value? What type of value will they see and say, wow, that really resonates with me and I wanna work with you? So that's a point of looking at 
Okay, how do you want to provide value? Do you want to do it through audio, like a podcast? Do you want to do it through video? Maybe that's YouTube or short-term um, video, so something maybe like TikTok even, depending. Or do you want to do that more blogging kind of style, which could be, yes, a blog, or it could be Instagram, Facebook, those types of things. Yeah, I love that, and it, it really does come down in the people in who I work with in my academy know that like the ideal client breaks down everything as far as like your program, what you're coaching, but it is so important to think about where they're at. And this is a conversation we've been having, um, Jess and I, over the last couple of, of days even, that we've been saying, okay, you know, where are our ideal clients hanging out? Because as you mentioned, it's really important to realize that if you're working with older people, they might not be on Instagram. But also if you're working with, you know, if you're targeting high school students, where are they at? They're on TikTok, they're on Instagram, um, and they're not going to be on something like a LinkedIn. Or, and I know not a lot of people here are necessarily working with high school students, but it's kind of that idea to really understand not just about who your client is, not just about what their needs are, but also where are they hanging out? What are they, what are they doing stuff for? So do you have a, a favorite, kind of piggybacking on that, do you have a favorite platform for yourself that you use um, that you find you get the most traction off of? Instagram by far is my favorite simply because I love all the features that they offer. They offer long uh, form video in IGTV. They offer short term video with IG stories. You have that blog aspect and so you have a full compassed envisionment of it. However, one thing about Instagram right now is as many of you guys may know if you are on it the algorithms have been all over the place. So one day you could get amazing views and amazing traction on a post and other days you might not. So with that being said, I wanted to bring up no matter what platform you go on or you start on, do not just look at the numbers. Do not look at the vanity metrics of how many likes and how many followers and how many uh, comments, whatever you're getting because those things don't matter. It takes time to grow. There's that saying like Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take time. But guess what? Even if you have five people watching, those are five real people. Those are more than just yes. a like or a comment or something. Imagine those five people being in a room for you. That's basically what they're doing. No, they're not driving in the car. No, they're not getting to you. But they're saying, wow, your content resonates with me on some level. And I'm going to like it or comment based off of that. I love what you brought up with Instagram. I actually never thought of it that way with how well-rounded of a platform it is. Because what you had mentioned earlier that I think is so important is where can you offer the most value. And on the flip side of that, where is your client going to be able to get the most value from you? Because um, as you, everybody here knows, because I talk about it a lot on this show, you have to provide value in order for people to see you as an authority and expert and actually want to work with you. Um, but I think that's such a good point for everybody listening to remember with Instagram, which I know you've told me um, many times, is, you know, make sure that you're using all those features and make sure that you are not just sticking to the posts, but that you are getting on stories, you are doing the IGTVs, you are, you know, using all of the features that they've given you. But I think for a lot of people, especially as entrepreneurs, we like to simplify and make things not as complicated as they need to be. So something like an Instagram where you can kind of get a lot of bang for your buck is sometimes a really good place to start when you um, maybe are feeling overwhelmed by everything that's that's out there. So yeah, let me add one yeah. thing for for adding and using all of these features, Instagram rewards you for that. If you are mm -hmm. using IG stories and IGTV and 
hashtag research and long form posts, all of the things, they will see that and they will rank you higher in the algorithm. So they will favor you and then almost reward you in a sense by showing your content to more people or maybe putting you on the explore page in a certain niche, whatever it may be. Yeah, that's perfect. So on top of that, my one quick question would be, because um, Instagram's awesome and people here know that I tend to like, go for like use Instagram first because it's a good place to start. Um, for the other place would be Facebook. So do you have any, um, what are your thoughts on using Facebook for, for things if that is where you define your ideal client being? Just like any other platform, what you need to make sure that you're doing is that you're building a loyal audience. You're building people for that real human connection for more than just simply, oh, another person I could potentially sell to, right? So like Instagram, making sure that you are being genuine. And one of the really good ways to do that is using Facebook groups and going into ones that either other entrepreneurs are in for collaboration on a larger scale or to find groups that your ideal client is in. With that being said, also keep it in mind that some groups don't allow posting at all. Some groups don't allow um, promotion posting, but general posting is okay. Whatever it might be, just make sure you look at those rules and guidelines before you actually start posting and doing all the things because you don't want to be that person that ends up getting kicked out of a group or, you know, whatever. So just making sure that that is an aspect as well. With both Facebook and Instagram, using the DMs is a great place, reaching out to new people and direct messaging them and talking with them and just really getting to know them. However, again, look at that mindset and don't just think of, oh, that could be another sale, I'm gonna message her. Be genuinely interested in what they have to offer and what they have to say and form that real connection because you never know where it could go. Like Emma and I are amazing friends and we didn't think like we just ended up liking each other's photos yeah. on Instagram a bunch and then we met up at a life event and then next thing you know, we're masterminding together, right? So really coming in with no expectations and the or maybe the expectation that you're here to build a new relationship and a new friendship and if a sale comes out of that, awesome. But really you're working on focusing on the community despite or whatever that platform may be. Yeah, that's amazing and we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this in a, in a minute but... I think that the key point that you kind of touched on with any time you are, whether you're posting in a Facebook group, whether you're in the DMs, whatever it is, always make sure that you're leading with value and that you're not leading with, here's my product, here's why you need to buy it, and if you don't buy it, you suck. Like, you want to really make sure that you're providing value to somebody and, and like you said, going into it with that intention of, I want to build this relationship, I want to see if there's any way that I can help them, and if that leads to something awesome. So I always say with people when you're starting with uh, social media, and I think, I know that you agree with this as well, is focus on value, focus on providing good quality information for somebody, and then from there the, the sale will come. So kind of on that note, at this point we've covered you know, why social media is obviously important that we're using it and kind of where we should be at. Um, so if you were to meet somebody or somebody who's listening right now had wants to be a health coach or maybe as an in-person personal trainer and wants to start moving online, they've never really used social media for the purpose of growing a business. Um, what would they do to start? What would be kind of those first steps to just get things up and running? Yeah, so first off, do market research and find out where your ideal client is. So going back to previous in the conversation, know exactly what platform they're using most. And if you 
are confident and comfortable, and even sometimes if you're not, pushing yourself to use that platform. And then with that market research as well, start to understand what their pain and pleasure points are, things that they're struggling with, that sort of thing, so that you can start creating content around those, which will in return give massive value in one way or another. And when we're saying value, yes, it's important, so this is, I guess, tip number two, is to provide educational value. This is how you should track macros. This is how you should do a proper squat, whatever it may be. But it's also, there's many different ways to provide value. Mm -hmm. There's educational, there is entertainment. So showing funny things that happen in your life, whatever. But then there's also that sense of relatability that you want to provide too. And a lot of people these days when they're trying to create these social media platforms and these big communities is they forget to be themselves. Mm -hmm. They get so focused on, I'm a professional and I'm here to sell, sell, sell. That it's, that at the end of the day, people are relating more to being... Mm -hmm genuine and those pictures in the hair in a bun messy no makeup like whatever kind of look rather than here's me and my wannabe six-figure business and like things that are actually relatable showing that you are a human too at the end of the day yeah and I think it's a mix I always like the the saying like it's a mix between authority and authenticity because I know on here like for what I talk about I talk about a lot about how to really grow that authority because obviously as health coaches you want to make sure people know that you know what you're talking about, but definitely that that authenticity comes in. So I want to touch on the market research because that is a really, really valuable step that I don't think everybody does. Um, What would be like your number one favorite way to kind of get market research done for somebody who's just, just starting? The easiest way is whatever platform you're naturally on. So you have a Facebook account and you have a little something on Instagram, you have whatever it may be, ask through polls on stories ask through just a general comment post and ask what you can do. Or another thing that you could do is you can start getting yourself in these groups and getting yourself a little bit known. And you can offer to hop on a call with someone for 30 minutes in return for, like you you can give them your free ebook on something or then they can get some free coaching after. Just getting in their brain is the number one step and the way to do that best is to just ask them like a lot of people think oh my gosh she wrote a post about that like she's literally in my brain well yeah Susan (laughs) sweetie because you actually said last week that you needed that so kind of going back to that and being like oh hello that's exactly what you need to do yeah that's one of my favorite ones and I think a lot of times we forget that we get so stuck in our head of like, oh, well, what do they want from me? And it's like, just go ask them. And I think, especially if you are in Facebook groups, you're in, you know, on even if you have a friend who's also a health coach or something, like seeing what people are asking them um, and just starting to, yeah, really open up your eyes to, to what people are asking. So I absolutely love that. One other thing to that is in my client attraction accelerator, a lot of my clients are like, okay, so I put a poll up there and one response no one responds. Three responses. Like, it's very minimal. What do I do with that? Well, first of all, if you get two responses, remember, those are two real human beings. Mm-hmm. Take that information and run with it. However, if you're not getting any responses, there could be a couple of reasons. That could be because, again, those people aren't on the platform or because you haven't evoked enough value, shown them enough value for them to then want to engage. 
So keeping that in mind as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, is there anything else for somebody who was just starting? I know we touched on giving the value, on doing market research. Is there any other kind of things with for somebody who's really just starting that they should be making sure that they're doing um, even just on Instagram to kind of use that as a general example? The number one thing I recommend you to be doing is to, I know people have said it before, be consistent. That's mm-hmm. important. But more importantly, to actually network. Social media is called Hello Social Media. It's to be social and it's to reach out and to engage. And you like you need that real mm-hmm. aspect of, well, you no one's posting, no one's commenting on my post, whatever, but are you doing it back? Absolutely. Are you you have to think of what do I want? Okay, now how can I go provide that to someone else so that it can tenfold come back to me? Yeah, absolutely. No, and I think in my in my eyes, I mean it gets kinda of into that woo-woo stuff, but social media, anything with business, a hundred percent is you have to give out in order to receive back and whether that's Instagram likes, comments, or um, you know, investments in your business or whatever, you definitely have to to put it out. So I think those are all awesome and some really good places for people to to just get started. So I think at this point, what I would love to kind of wrap up the episode on is maybe for people who are already on social media, they've gotten things started, they've been posting, they've been offering value, but they're kind of hearing crickets, there's not a ton going on there. Um, Maybe they don't, they're having trouble growing their following. And what would be a couple of maybe, you know, three of your favorite hacks or tips to really start growing on social media and I think even more importantly actually leveraging because as we've talked about so far like numbers don't really matter it doesn't really matter if you have 10,000 followers or 10 followers you have the same opportunity so how can you yeah what would be some of your favorite hacks to kind of start really leveraging your social media to actually be growing your business be growing your health practice and um, just getting seen more yeah so for getting seen more I would say Watch more people's stories. Mm. This is super simple, doesn't take long, and I don't know about you, but sometimes I swipe up and I look at who views my stories. If you have an interesting page, an interesting profile picture, click on it. And people will click on it and see, oh, what does she have to offer? With that being said, number two, a little bit in reverse, is make sure that when you get to your profile page, within the first seven seconds, seven to eight seconds, you have an idea of what you do. Knowing what you do will either give people the ability to stay and hit follow and scroll through your content or say, I don't know, I don't care, goodbye. You obviously want the first of that. And then number three is to, as we've always already said, is to make sure that you are diversifying yourself and using all the different features because you can then also later on down the road start to repurpose that and if you put one thing on Instagram you can put that same thing on Facebook later on so really making sure that you take that into account as well remember everything is for the long run because building a business does take time and it's a long game so making sure that you focus on that yeah, it's so good. Oh, I love it. And yeah, it's so, I think a lot of times we do forget that we are planning for the long term and we definitely want those results like right now, but 100%, if you make a bomb piece of content today, you can repurpose that for, you know, months and months to come. So that is fantastic. So I think at this point, hopefully everybody who's listening has gotten a really good understanding of just kind of how they can be using social media a little bit better, what kind of things you want to be focusing on. And I think if any takeaway, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, you know, 
just make sure you're out there to give value. Make sure you're out there to be a person of service, which I know the people in my community are, um, but make sure that that's coming across on your social media and that you're not just there to talk about, you know, the shakes that you sell. You're there to talk about everything that you're doing and what you have to offer somebody. So um, on that note, do you have any little final words of advice or thoughts that you'd like to kind of share with everybody before we, we finish out the episode? Just to keep on going. Just to keep on going. Every day, you might not want to show up. You might feel tired and sick and you're at the beginning and you see those people already making six figures. Uh, Lucy over there has 24 clients. It doesn't matter about them. It matters about you. And social media can be a super easy place to get sucked into. I've been there. You've been there. You see... Heather with her beautiful blonde hair and you say, why am I even trying? But at the end of the day, your people are out there and it's just going to take a little bit of time and your people will find you and you will find your people. A hundred percent. So um, as you guys have heard through this episode already, Jess is amazing when it comes to everything social media and really when it comes to the nitty gritty of figuring out how to attract your ideal clients and clients in general and and sales, all that amazing stuff. So if people are interested in finding out more about what you do, everybody at this point needs to be going and following you on Instagram, which all of the links will be down in the show notes. But where can they find you? What do you have going on? Where are you most active? And kind of go ahead and just yeah, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, so come hit me up on Instagram, become my friend, let's hang out. Tag me if you're watching this episode. Let me know. My username is I am Jessica Ludlow. And also, I have a YouTube channel where I provide weekly marketing tips as you are a coach and like for coaches. So it's definitely another resource to check out as well if you're looking for just a little bit more information on the marketing side. Absolutely. And if anybody is interested in working with you, what are some of the things, well, some of the ways that they can get into your um, sphere of influence. Yes, my number one selling course is my client attraction accelerator, and that is a step-by-step program that leads, gives you leads that actually turn into sales. Yeah, and guys, I'm inside of it. It's amazing. She literally like dumps value in there. There's so many modules and so much information that you literally can never run out. So it is amazing. And if you're interested in that, all the links will be down in the show notes. Um, So with that, Jess, thank you so much for popping on the show. She will be on future episodes as well because she is in town for a little bit and we're going to get some episodes done. Um, But all right, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. As always, if you did enjoy, make sure you give it a screenshot, tag Jess and I, um, and share it with us on your stories so we can hear that you are listening. And with that, we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Health Coaches Classroom. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a quick five-star rating and short review on what it is that you love about our show. If there was something in this episode that truly spoke to you, be sure to take a quick screenshot of you listening and post it over on your Instagram stories, tagging us at Health Coaches Classroom so that we can share what you took away from this episode with our community and with yours. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.